You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. The vet, Pete Weatherburn, is here from Brave Vet. Good morning to you, Pete. Good morning. And uh, Pete has got a website, which is petethevet.com, where he writes for Wicklow People, Daily Telegraph, and he's on TV3 too, as well as being on the morning show. Um, how do you get around? <laughs> So, busy person, aren't I? Busy person. I love this, though. I love telling people about pet care, and that's my mission in life. So here I am. Yeah. Um, we got a, a query in earlier on uh, uh, talking about uh, itchiness in, in pets. Was it, is it all down to fleas at this time uh, of the year? You could imagine uh, maybe at the beginning of the year, but uh, August, September? Well, funnily enough, the summer months are when vets see most itchiness and it is one of the most common reasons why pets have to go to the vets. Um, and certainly fleas are a big part of it. And yes, the peak of the flea season is about now. For the simple reason that um, fleas, although they live and feed on animals, they then hop off and land wherever they land. And um, they reckon that for every one flea on an animal, there's probably 500 fleas in the environment. Oh, come on, Pete. It's, mm. it's true. This so, is not nice. So, no. But what that means, in the winter in Ireland, it's not a big deal because if the animal's outside and the flea hops off, it's not going to survive for very long because it's so cold. But in the summer months, um, it's warm enough outside and that means that the flea can go on to lay eggs and when it lay eggs, then the, the eggs can then, after a few weeks, hatch out. And so then you've got loads of fleas outside waiting to hop onto pets. So that means that in the summer months, there is a, a greater flea burden around. And pets that don't get pe- um, fleas at other times of year are more likely to get fleas. Now, these days, with, with, with our houses being warmer than they used to be because of central heating, um, it means that often the flea issue carries on through the autumn and winter months but there's no doubt that still summer is the peak time and you know we get away quite lightly in Ireland if you go to somewhere like Florida or Hong Kong it's so warm outside for so long that the flea problems they have to cope with are immense um, we, we don't really know the meaning of flea problems compared to these places Right, okay. I have two things to to bring up uh, Mm. with you. Uh, One is that somebody asked me recently to ask the vet when he was in, and here he is, Mm -hmm. why do dogs, what's the psychology, why do dogs like to go for a walk? Why did they get excited when you say walk or lead or give the impression you're going out? <laughs> what, what, what is it that they get so excited? Why? I, I must say, I, I'll ask Pete that one anyway. So It's a really good question. I think it's that they like, they enjoy um, the entertainment of going for a walk. So it's a bit like... Um, us, I don't know, going to watch a good movie or children going to, to, to play in the park or maybe somebody um, getting enthusiastic because they're about to go out to the pub for a social evening. Um, dogs like going for walks. For them, it's entertainment. It's what dogs like to do. They like the smells, the sounds, the interactions with other animals. For them, it's fun. And so it's no wonder that they get excited. 
they're about to have fun and they know it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so it's a simple explanation. Mm-hmm. Think yeah. so? It's Pete Weatherburn, um, pet psychologist and uh, <laughs> vet that's here. Uh, we can squeeze in a question if you hurry up. Or you can, in fact, dial, dial the studio at 0818 303 103. You were telling us about greyhound, greyhounds and mm. Australia mm-hmm. and uh, there's a shocking headline today, I think, in the Irish Daily Mirror for all pet lovers. I'll hand you that just in case you haven't seen it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw the video online and I deliberately didn't post the video online on my own Facebook page. Okay, for the benefit of our listeners, Irish dogs boiled alive in China. Yeah, it's just appalling. Appalling. Um, Basically, the issue is that in traditional China, there's a mistaken belief that um, meat tastes better if animals die in agony. And what that means is that um, because they eat dog meat, that's just what they do. They eat dog meat. They always have done. Um, because they eat dog meat, um, there's a mistaken belief that if the dog is suffering when it dies, that somehow the meat tastes better. And so what they do is they deliberately, uh, and what the video shows which is just appalling, is um, a dog being um, lifted into a a big barrel of boiling water and uh, a lid being placed on the barrel while the dog screams as it dies. It's just awful. Um, And um, I wouldn't recommend that anybody watches it because it's disturbing and once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. It's just dreadful, dreadful. Now, what can be done about this? Well, I mean, I... I'm not sure about the connection between the dog in the video being an, uh, a grey... It was a greyhound. Um, uh, it looked like a greyhound. I don't know about how somebody's suggesting that it's it could be from Ireland originally. I don't know that. Because um, I know that, that there was an export planned for greyhounds to China, but it was stopped, so it didn't happen. So, um, But that's not really the issue here. The issue is dealing with the cultural traditional Chinese belief that that is somehow okay to do this to dogs. They just don't believe that dogs are sentient. They treat them as objects rather as, as, as living the living feeling creatures that we know they are. So the answer to this in my mind is to to put pressure on the Chinese government to gradually increase the level of animal welfare legislation that they have. And this has been happening to some extent. Um but clearly, there's a long, long way to go. And, um, you know, it's something which will happen over years. And we in countries that have a more enlightened view of how animals should be treated, we need to put continued international pressure on places like China so that they, if you like, catch up with our views on how animals should be treated. Now, a statement came in last week from uh, the Minister for Agriculture, Michael Creed. And he was commenting on um, a seizure by the Gardaí of a consignment of Pomeranian puppies in a van bound for England. And uh, he, he was, you know, obviously saying this was appalling and disgraceful and, and uh, this uh, puppy smuggling goes on. Mm-hmm. At the moment, the Minister for Agriculture, Michael Creed, is on a trade mission to China. Mm. I wonder if he's aware of uh, the story in the mirror and would you call upon him to uh, make the views known? Absolutely. If he's talking to government in China, then he should make the strong view known that this sort of 
practice has to be stopped. And that they, um, I know they already have some animal welfare legislation in China. It was introduced a few years ago because there was there was there was a, a celebration when that happened. Because up to a few years ago, they had no animal welfare legislation. I'm not sure how much they have now, and I'm not sure how enforced it is. But certainly, if our minister of agriculture is there, it would be an appropriate time to say, look. This is what's been reported. And in how Ireland. are dogs going out, Pete? How? Listen, I, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced that Irish greyhounds are going to China. I, I'm not. I'm, uh, I haven't seen any evidence to show that. Um, whether it's Irish dogs or, or Chinese dogs, it's wrong and it should be stopped. And that's what our Minister of Agriculture should be telling them. Okay, that is Pete Weatherburn, our vet. If you'd like to hear this broadcast again, uh, Pete's website is petethevet.com and you can call in to Pete and his practice there on Old Connor in Bray. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thank you. Thank you.